0: Welcome to episode 12 of the Purpose Podcast. I'm Kendra Weaver, and this week we have two very, very special guests who happen to be sisters, Julie and K.J. Johnson. They are directors, choreographers, leaders, and have trained some of the best dancers in the country. We were fortunate enough to grab some time and sit down for an unfiltered discussion about their trajectory and upbringing, their relationship as sisters who also work closely together, the teams they lead, and so much more. Please keep in mind, this was recorded pre-COVID-19, so when we talk about what's going on in the world, that is obviously not mentioned. We filmed in the gym they train in, so there will be the occasional tumble pass heard. But enough of this introduction, let's get to the heart of this story. We connect the art to the artist, and the artist to you. All right! we're both wearing... Oh, dude. Literally, like, we did not plan this. We're dressed alike. like we're 20 today. We're obviously on the same frequencies. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Welcome to episode 12 of the Purpose Project. I'm here with Julie and KJ Johnson. Thank you for joining me today. Thanks Um, for having us. Yeah, this is super, super exciting. This is like a big project of ours because, you know, we attended three different rehearsals of yours Mm -hmm. uh, and got to see so much. So to be able to incorporate that into my research with the interviewing is like really cool. So, I want to start off with where and when did it all begin for you as far as, like, dance? She's older, so she can go first, (laughs) because you were here on the planet first.
1: I think I was just, like, born to dance, because that's all I ever thought about. I'm not really sure what it stemmed from. It's just something I love to do. Did your parents dance? No. Okay. Nope. Dancing was never in my family. My mom is very creative, but more with, like, um, decorating and things like that. Yes. So, um... I love dancing, and I did not get into it in a studio when I was younger because they told me I had to wear tights and take ballet, and I was just not about that. So I pretty much learned everything, you know, from Janet, Paula Abdul, um, Michael Jackson, on Movies. TV. Yeah. yeah,
2: girls just want to have fun. You watched The Chorus Line a lot when you were a little kid, mom and dad. Yeah. Yeah,
1: stuff like that. so I was just really influenced by stuff on movies, television, stuff like that. And then um, when I was in eighth grade, well, okay. I'm trying not to tell you my whole entire life story, no. so let me try to figure this out. <laughs> we moved to Florida when I was six years old. And I would go around the neighborhood and knock on the door and be like, Hi, do you have a daughter? And then if they said yes, I'd be like, Do you want to come over to my house and make up a dance with me? So I had like all the kids in the neighborhood just watching me dance, I'd be putting on talent shows in my garage, stuff like that. Again, only influenced by stuff that I was learning from movies, TV shows, things like that. And then when I was in eighth grade, um, my friend introduced me to this cheerleading director, and she said, this is my friend Julie. She wants to show you a dance she made up. So I showed her one of my dances, and then right after that, I became. she asked me to become her choreographer. And so I had no experience in cheerleading, but that type of dancing was kind of like similar to what you know, I saw the Fly Girls doing, I mean, it was the closest thing to it because back then there was, like, no hip-hop being taught in the area. So, um...
2: Yeah, Roundhouse was a big... Roundhouse, Roundhouse. was, was similar that to... It was really cool. It was for, like, a, a teen-based In Living Color because in, in Living Color is more directed towards adults, adults yeah. obviously. I don't know if it was on Nickelodeon or something. Yeah, Roundhouse but was But they always had
0: really cool
2: choreography, like, in between their little skits. And I remember she would always videotape everything and then we would try to learn it. But we rewind it, it yeah. play, rewind it, play. It was like this funk, it was, yeah, it was like new at the time. No one was really doing stuff like
1: that, so. And she was kind of like my test dummy because we would yeah. see things and I would be like, okay, you're learning this because I'm six and a half years almost older.
2: Almost
0: seven. Yeah, Got to yeah almost that seven.
1: <laughs> six and a half, get that in there, okay? And so I would, you know, make her do all these lifts with me. She was like, anything I was into, she was into because I kind of like, like forced by her. Like, it was yeah, like Yeah, she had no, she had no option i made her do it but um anyway so when i was in eighth grade i showed this lady her name is gina evans a dance and then she asked me to you know come on and choreograph her cheer routines from there i started choreographing um routines for the ucf cheerleaders and i was only like 15 16 years old so that's kind of like what launched my career and i did that all the way until they started hip-hop dancing which was about like 2001 right? 2002? It started getting
2: really big. Especially in 2002, competition where we were the competition circuit that we were involved in with right. cheer and their their dance portion that's when they really started to introduce like first they called it like all style funk and then they actually had a hip-hop category and so it's probably around 2000-2001. That's when you started right. really That's when I, hip-hop. That, yeah
1: that's when I started competing yeah. in that division and then like by 2000 I would say, like, three or four. It got so big that I quit coaching cheer and choreographing for that and just transferred over she to She had dance. her own
2: dance program by then. Wow.
1: Yeah, and then I ran into one of the most incredible people. His name's Tony Zar. I met him, and instantly we were, like, family. Here. Connected. In this we building, yeah. This where, yeah. And then we became really good friends, and then he had a group called Under a Groove with a lady named Dana. Um, I forget her last name right now, but they were both very influential in my life and... They were involved with Culture Shock, too. So like the That's how I found thing. the Jabbawockees. In 2004, I saw a video. Of this, again, before YouTube. Yes. So this is, you know, I, I discovered the Jabbawockees and some other teams, and I was just hooked.
2: Like That's from, how I even, she used to go to the Culture Shock showcase, and she would buy the DVD. The and would come home, and like I would like steal it from her when she wasn't home, and I would like watch all these videos. And one of my favorites was always the Jabbawockees, because they were so cool. It was like nothing that... They were the first of their kind. So like that was, that's how I found out about the Jabberwockies is through yeah. you competing at the Culture Shock Showcase. Mm-hmm. Was that in San Diego?
1: Yeah, that was in San Diego. And you actually had to be invited to that. The way I got to go was with the, the group that Tony recruited me for called Under a Groove. So we would go out there, well we would go to DC and compete. And if you win, then you get invited to the showcase. So it was invitation only. So the next year I tried to take my company, which at the time was called Studio One when it was an 18 and younger. Um, not, it wasn't the adult group Yeah. Yet. but um, so we went to the same competition in DC So we could hopefully end up in San Diego, but we won the competition. We were kids We won the adult competition. It was really awesome. It was awesome But that was the first year that they stopped inviting the winners To the culture shock showcase, so we didn't end up going but we were introduced to Kind of like the adult competition circuit
2: to like a whole new world Yeah, it
1: was completely different to. from what we were used to so that was really interesting Great experience, and from that point on, we started traveling to California, New York. We started doing World of Dance. Back then, we did something called Fusion. We did really well at that. And then in 2010, I took a, basically like eight of my dancers, and we went on America's Got Talent. We made it to the top ten on there. We got to go on tour around the United States. You guys even
2: made it past the top ten, didn't you? You guys were like, yeah, the top five, weren't you? You guys were like one of the last few acts yeah. of the season, yeah. remaining last standing.
1: Yeah, it was really exciting. They were, we we like to think that they were beyond their time back then. They were incorporating different types of acrobatics, gymnastics, tricks with their dancing, which we hadn't seen a lot of people do. But they totally
2: were ahead of their time.
1: They were. I mean, I'd like they're to really think that, but. They were really talented
2: for their age, one, and then two, the, yeah. It wasn't, dancing hadn't really, like, gone in that direction yet with tricks and different elements, and it was, it was definitely.
1: And those dancers that were, those eight, they're, they're doing the most incredible things right now in their careers yes Mm -hmm. we have one of the girls dancing for paula Nicki minaj um she's just booked everywhere kalina yes Yes. and then you have daquan who is in um
2: he worked with missy he's now doing a cirque show overseas he's he's touring
1: with cirque he did stuff
2: ludicrous i mean he did yeah kendrick he did the grammys with kendrick he's i mean he's been doing a lot
1: these, I'm so blessed that I got to work with these people. They're so rare and so and talented. And the brothers,
2: there, have you ever heard of Dempstreet? Street? Yeah. And the, the Woe song? Yeah. <laughs> That's them. So we're yeah. like, anytime we and can And then get Marissa went on to
1: be like a PA. Yeah. She ended up having, she had so many wrist injuries and had surgery so many times that when she was little, she's like, I'm going to grow up to be a doctor because I want to fix, you know, because they messed up her wrist so many times. She's like, I want to make sure I do it right. So she dedicated her life to that now. Yeah. She's doing that. And so, Same. yeah, I mean, everybody's. Bianca yeah. was
2: on, and Bianca's doing fantastic in LA. Yeah. Wasn't Marley? And Marley was and Marley, on it as well. Course, and Marley. Marley she,
1: she was 10 years old anything. at the time. But now wow. they own a studio. Yeah, she and she's, a load of, she's. She's all over. She is all over. They're all doing the most incredible things. Like, what a. That must feel
2: good.
1: <laughs> yeah, it does. It <laughs> feels They're really an good. awesome
2: group of. They were so talented back then, even as kids. Like, like you said, Marley, when she was so little, she came in and ate, and you could tell that she was just like, that was. those Transmatch people that, that she picked you know were I mean? like superstars already, and it was evident yeah. that that was that they were like going to go far in life. Kids,
1: yeah. yeah, and I'm just I'm so thankful that I had, you know, a part of their journey. It was kind of like springboarding them to where they are now, and right. I'm just very lucky that I get to work with people like that. So, yeah. so anyway, that's pretty much like how it happens. It's like a snowball effect. Right. I've always just kind of like chased my passion. I've never been one of those people that are like, oh, when I'm. You know, at this age I'm going to do this, and this age I'm going to do this. All I could ever see was dancing. This is something that I wanted. It was a fire that just burned inside of me, and and I just kept doing it. And then the Lord kept opening doors for me. You know, um, with every different I would yeah. say opportunity, and I and I I took on every challenge and that she's came my still way. still
2: here. Still doing it.
0: Here, still <laughs> here. 20 years later. 20, literally here. Yeah, literally in the yeah. same this building. building. Yeah. That's a beautiful like trajectory from dancer. To at such a young age mm-hmm. and just to be like self-taught from videos and yeah. make it this far. When I
1: turned like uh, 20 I started traveling to New York and yeah. LA and then I would come back and te- I had my program at that time and I would teach them everything that I was learning so every time I was going and, and growing myself I made sure to bring it back and continue to grow the community. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Was it hard
0: for you when you first were in like a studio setting as far as like picking up the choreography because you were so used to just like having that yeah. video connection definitely
1: the first class <laughs> the first yeah, class i yeah, took
2: I it, like kind of made you good though because like it was you learned so fast like i learned
1: fast from i watching, thought, i thought, really
2: good at like watching and like yeah. picking yeah like i yeah. do yeah. learn That's from
1: watching and it is really important also um to know how you learn yeah because one thing first i'll, I'll answer this on my first class i took from teresa espinoza and um She said, all right, here we go. Five, six, seven, eight, one E and a two E. And and I was like, oh my gosh. I was, it just flew so far over my head. And I actually walked out of the class. I'm ashamed to say it. I gave up. I was so discouraged. It was my first class in LA. It was my, I thought, uh, you know, oh, I'm going to go out there. I'm going to kill this. You know, I, I thought it was going to do much better than I did, but reality slapped me across the face. It was a wake up call. Yeah, it was a big wake up call. You know, of course I didn't stop there, but, um. The more classes I took, the more I realized that I do learn by watching. And when I try to break it down, I get yes. centipede syndrome and I can't put it back together. Cause it's like, yeah, you I think about it.
2: That is like, your, it is true. Like she's so like, she can, she's a true natural, like watch it does so much better. If she listens to somebody, try to break it down. She kind of has to be like blah, blah, blah. I can't, it really and weird. it looks really you disrespectful her because, I can't like, think yeah. about it. I
1: have to just watch she just and copy. She just sees
2: where it's supposed to yeah. be, and she's loving so that I'm, she has that skill set where she can retract
1: and yeah. sponge. Copy. Yes. Yeah, so. Copy, and then regurgitate. Copy paste. Yeah. yeah, because in class, like, I try to pay attention, but it just does not, I'm not good at it. So I have to, like, zone out the pretend like I'm paying attention, which can look really disrespectful, but it's not meaning to be. And you know what I have to relate that to one of my dancers, Kalina. She um she learned so fast. She learned so fast that she would watch it literally one or two times and get the whole entire thing. And she would have it like the best. Like and, Yeah. And Clarissa's like that too. Or they just watch where Kalina would, she would kind of like walk around in the back. And at first, before I knew this about her, I'd be like, girl. Can you just pay attention? Yeah. And she'd be like, I'm sorry, Jules. I'm so bored. I'm trying to learn this, but I already know it. <laughs> and so she, there would be times where we'd all be learning something, and she would go in the other room and, like, tumble. And I would be like, just let her go do her thing. Yeah. Because she needed to be challenged. You know what I mean? So it's it's important to learn how you learn, what methods you learn by. And also, if you're a teacher, just just pay attention to how your students learn because you want to be able to keep everybody's attention. Like, those, those kids that, you know, learn really quickly, they still need to be challenged, too. So... It is a, a really difficult thing to balance sometimes because sometimes you have to go really slow and break it down a certain way, but then there are those people that learn like that, and they just, you know. Well,
2: I think that's why you do so well coaching too because you understand how people are like, you saying, you recognizing how you learn different translated yeah. to Kelly, and then right. so you have like this wide, you know, range of yes. people yes. you can accommodate to that mm-hmm. you're training. So it's probably why it's worked so well for you. So many years. So, yeah. Yeah. Tell me
0: about your relationship as sisters.
2: You want to tell it? Do you want to tell it, or do you want me to tell it?
0: I mean, we can both talk.
2: It's funny. It's good. I mean, it's a tip. It's like it's, a sister relationship. It's growing up.
1: She was my little test dummy, like I said. So when I got into cheerleading, she was forced into being a flyer, and oh she would God. be like, "No!" and I'd be like, "Shut up! Put your feet together!" Like we're we're fighting, screaming while we're holding her up in the air. Me and my friends, like in our
2: front yard. Yeah, it was traumatizing. Um, it was. But, like, she all <laughs> the things good. It did, like, it made me, ironically, like, made me fearless to, like, was, a certain degree,
1: but, yeah. like, yeah. She was an incredible cheerleader, an incredible dancer, incredible performer. Again, <laughs> it was kind of by default that she got sucked into it. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. when I was little, I would be dancing with me and my friends. I'd be like, follow me, and I'm, like, freestyling, they're freestyling behind me, and my sister would just kind of be in the middle of all of us, <laughs> yeah. and, um... We have videos of her literally, like, dancing with us and then going and pushing stop over and over again. We but, did
2: do that, yes.
1: So I would say growing up, it was kind of hard because I was her coach. And,
2: and then we started working together. So she went from being, like, my coach, and then we started working together, and then obviously we're sisters. And So it's been really interesting yeah.
1: because as her coach, I wanted her to be the best. And I was really, really hard on her. And I was so young that I didn't understand the balance of love with, you know what would you discipline i didn't understand that balance so it came across as like you know and she was probably just like why doesn't my sister love me and i'm like squeeze your legs get tighter do better (laughs) and so she had to deal with that and
2: and i know um it's good i gave me thick skin so i mean like it worked out
1: it did you know and then as we get older like she said we started working together so what that means is six months out of the year we travel every week every other week We're going to different places. We're with each other
2: a lot, and it's yeah. Do you ever butt heads all 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 the time? time. (laughs) What's really funny is like I was literally just telling someone this today. It's like the most when I say dysfunctional like in a loving way because we'll be we'll be working and we'll have like thirty people in front of us and we'll have a disagreement and like. We know that we want to tear each other's throats out, so we'll get like really angry with each other, and we're like really upset. But like five minutes later, we're like hee hee hee, <laughs> and then, like ten minutes later, we're back to being like, <laughs> and then five minutes later, we're like ha ha ha. So it's just I don't know. It's it's like because we're family and like unconditional love, like it's okay. But I think like normally that wouldn't be good, right? No, that it wouldn't would be, be bad, good. But
1: like, we've learned to work with each other, and like she said, we're around each other like. There are times that we're around each other more than she's around her husband. Yeah. And the only time we're not around each other is when we're like going to the bathroom. Yeah.
2: yeah. So exactly. Like we travel so yeah. we wake up, we travel together, we get on the plane, we go teach, we come back, we share a room. So like literally like unless someone's showering or like we're never we're never so apart. So and then we come back
1: and, and then we go to work together, here so, together. Right. So
2: it's constantly we're around. Never
1: work. Apart. But we've learned little things like don't talk to each other in the morning.
2: we (laughs) we we until until we have coffee, there's
1: no words until the first
2: meal, until we get to a Starbucks, wherever we are in the country. Yep, we don't really talk (laughs) unless it's like, Do you want oatmeal today? Yes, okay, and then we don't talk until because you know what?
1: It's difficult when you're working with, let's say, for 12 hours a day, and you're you're here to teach a competition routine. And yeah, it's just a competition routine. We're very fortunate, we get to do what we love, and there's people, you know what I mean, that that can't, they, they They either don't have the resources or don't have the ability. So we are we are so grateful and we are so blessed. Um, but there are times when we put a lot of pressure on ourselves because we teach a lot of competition routines.
2: Well, we don't take that lightly. Like she said, we know that we're lucky that we're able to do this, and we want to be able to do it for a long time, and we want to produce quality. We don't want to just... Just because we can, we could go in there really fast, give them a routine, and like leave. Right. But we care about who we're working with. We want to, you know, we team grow. We want to push we them learn past their what we, their comfort zone is right. and whatever we their We want to of as choreographers yeah. as well too. So I mean, there's just a lot that we put on, you, you know, each other and right. it is a lot it's of stressful. pressure.
1: stressful. We we love the people. We we genuinely build a relationship with every group that we work with. We work with like. 30 different teams and um, we know every single kid all of their names just basically we learn about their backgrounds you know that just helps us be able to coach them better and have you know right. patience it's with them right. in a Surely different can, way like
2: little things so, just saying to a kid's name like it sounds so silly but like it's just it's saying, so important yeah, she'll call them names. by their first name yeah. and they're like oh, she remembers remember yeah. name like it's that is little it tiny things like that it does that. Yeah. And just well being, it just
1: makes people feel like they're seen you know and I feel like that's really important I always try to remember names. Actually, I'm gonna be honest with you, I wasn't very good at it, and I didn't try very hard. And then she started memorizing everybody's names. She's like, I know everybody, and then it became like a competition. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. But then when I
1: saw the effect of people, you know, Lighting how they, yeah.
2: How they respond to it, and they wanna work a little bit harder, because you feel, they feel like you're invested in them, so it's like, and even she believes from, in me, she knows my name, yeah, like I'm going to work harder.
1: From personal experiences to when people remember my name, and I know how it makes me feel. So just from learning, that's kind of how I learned, and that was my Gosh. process, and now yes. um, I am always, yes. always focused on learning people's names. But what I was going to say is, is um, teaching that many people, okay,
2: hold on one second. Hi. Yeah, I'm sorry. Hi, come here. <coughs> you should talk to him. He's been with her, like, <laughs> yeah, just as long here. as me.
1: Oh, yeah. so, this is, like,
2: our brother. And it was his birthday <laughs> yeah, yesterday, so it's very important. This is his birthday, today. yes. Aww. Remind us of, like, good stories when we get involved. They just ask us what it's like working with i have together, a funny story like, with you. Oh, tell it. Okay, hold on. Wait, wait.
1: But let me finish my thought.
2: He's, like, the only person that's really seen us, like, our true selves. Yeah. Like very rarely do people like get to see like who we are because we we have to be really protective. Even with her, because I'm I'm protective of her because well, that's just thing. But it's cool for him because he he knows like we will fight with each other. He's seen everything. He sees the raw. Sisters. He knows us. We he's like our, our mediator at times. Yeah, he's like,
1: <laughs> killed, yeah. Um, We're here today, <clears throat> But again, so we care so deeply about the people that we work with, and we want you know we want to give them the best routine we can to challenge them and to give them the best chance and i don't know why i put so much pressure on myself but i do and that pressure alone it's like you're giving all of yourself you know and sometimes we'll go in and we'll be there working for 12 hours with like a a, a little break here and a little break here for lunch and dinner even longer
2: than 12 hours coming home
1: after that you're just like yeah Yeah.
2: and then so trying
1: to interact with each other At that point, it's just like, ah, be quiet. (laughs) Let me refuel. So, um, yeah, that was kind of like where I was going with, you know, how much we invest into the people we're around. Is
0: there a certain quality that she has that you wish you had more of and vice versa?
1: Yeah, she sees, okay, so her superpower is she sees the truth. Mm -hmm. And she can see the good and bad in people right away. And so she'll be like, slow your roll, where I, 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 (laughs) <laughs> my She gift,
2: is so, she, her heart is so big and so pure that she, she, wants, she sees the best in people and she wants to give them the benefit of the doubt every single time. My, my like superpower,
1: that's my superpower is seeing yeah. the good in people and seeing pe- people's potential. So that helps me push people to their potential past what they realize that they can go. And so I'm very forgiving. I overlook things and sometimes it's forgiving to a fault. And she'll be there to be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I see this, this, and this. I need you to reevaluate. And I'm like, okay. So I'll take a step back and I'll be like, oh, okay, you're right. So I'll, I'll be able to approach the situation of the person a little differently and just kind of having my guards up a little. She's like my shield when it comes down to it.
2: Good metaphor. And I would, yeah, and I feel like she, she teaches me to be like a little bit more open because I can kind of like, you kind of sometimes have to come in slow with me. Yeah. So on the outside, people might think that I'm like not very nice, but I am. I'm like really... Yeah, I and promise she's a yeah, yeah, yeah. really silly and welcoming, but like, like her, like, you know, she's so open and loving all the time. So sometimes yeah. I'm kind of like,
1: so for, for my far. personality, it's very easy to be taken advantage of. And so she just, her goal is to keep me from being taken advantage of. Protect. So yeah,
2: yeah. Like, yeah, the little one, it's a, it's a really,
1: <laughs> it's a really great combination. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I love that. to hug
0: just, it out? Sisters. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> So what does a typical day consist of for you? There's probably not a typical day, but. Every day is
1: different. (laughs) Um, But for me, most important thing is wake up workout. I love to work out, eat healthy, things like that. It is not a goal to try to be skinnier or fit or this or that is strictly to be healthy. Mm -hmm. I am in a better mood. I feel like sometimes I have so much energy, I'm like a dog, and if I don't work out, if I'm not walked,
2: then I just kind
1: of like my emotions
2: is she so much easier to be around? No offense, she's easier yeah. to be around after she like works out and gets like a good healthy meal in her. Yeah.
1: yeah. So that's like first and foremost every single day, um, and then just depending on if we're in town. Typically, I'll, I'll um, let's say if we're if I'm going to the Magic, I'll mix music, and then we'll we'll go in um, teach magic, and then we'll rush right over to Funky Wonks until like one. One in the morning, get, roughly. That's like average come, yeah. where we get out. And um, so that's a typical day for us. If we're traveling, it'll be wake up.
2: Get Most of the airport. time
1: we won't have, I won't have time to work out. And that's really sad because
2: that's where our problems start when we travel. Cause we have to wake up and we have to be at the airport so early and we don't get to do like. We'll, we'll have practice we the night before. Do, So we're both like kind of cranky because she can't work out. can't work out. Yeah. yeah. I don't get to walk my dogs and like, be outside. So yeah.
1: Yeah. And then we'll walk off the plane and go straight to teach. And like on our last job we went to New York and it was twenty one degrees. And, um, and we our, our luggage are got right, lost. So that's... our flight got delayed four hours and our luggage got lost. Oh no. And so when we show up we didn't have like a ton she of was stuff. In slides. I was she was in, in like
2: the thinnest pair of socks ever and the Nike slides, which obviously it's like, Yeah, I went like to China and my, ground, feet, yeah. my
1: feet swelled up so big and so I don't wear shoes anymore when I fly because I'm just so afraid of that happening again. I had a winter jacket and everything else, but I didn't have shoes. So we are four hours late. And so I had to go buy, I had to go buy shoes. Like it was the craziest thing because we go into TJ Maxx and there's this is such a weird side story. And then I go to run and get shoes and I'm running in there and I get to my shoe size, which is really small. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a five and a five, five, five and a half. So and real. the whole five and six, where there were no shoes, it was like candles. Mm-hmm. So I'm like freaking out. I'm about Christmas to have a nervous breakdown. Time too,
2: so it was like everything was already gone. <laughs> I was like, I only have
1: an hour and a half to teach. I have no shoes to teach in. And I'm just like, ah, it's freezing. It's 20 degrees. <laughs> um, and the, But we found, actually, these are the shoes that we found. <laughs> yeah. And I really like them. Now you like
2: them. See, it worked out.
1: Yeah. So it worked out. Um, But most of the time, it's like, you wake up, you teach, and then you go to sleep and then you wake up and you do it again. Not even
2: that. We wake up, we teach, we go back to the hotel and then like we stay up for hours trying to like make the routine better or like right. think of what we're gonna do next or change the music or rewatch the routine and be like, I hate this section, we're gonna have to reblock this yeah. So we never like get to go just rest go to bed. Like we're still up it. and we end up sleeping for like a couple hours and then doing it all over again.
1: And it's non stop, so I have to tell myself day by day, job by job. Because if I think ahead, like, oh my gosh, we have to do the whole entire halftime performance, I'll start getting so much anxiety, oh you know? Gosh, and so yes. I just day by day do everything I can and then, you know, deal with the next day when it comes. I have to stay like
0: that. Yeah, else yeah. you lose your mind. yeah, yeah totally. Uh, so on your social media, you're known to put like a lot of life stuff like yes, not your typical meme But yeah things that make you think reevaluate. Right. Mm-hmm. What has your journey been like with the path that you chose in maintaining a healthy mindset? Um Can you
1: read that again? The end I of think it? what yeah.
2: happened was I think she's been through so much in her life like you know There's been a well, lot of negativity that she has found like she knows how how important it is to have a healthy mindset You know what I mean? Like Anybody can like for an example having a bad day You can have a bad day and depending on how your mindset is you can either make it worse or you can make it better And I think there's been situations in her life where she could have easily gone down like a crappier path or just like stayed Upset or mad, but she chose to you know redirect her thinking and stay more positive positive. And I think that's helped her so much that even when she comes across like a, like a little quote It may not mean anything to some people, but it means something to her she posts it somebody else says right wow this really helped me mm-hmm. and it's like little things so, like
1: that
2: yes i've been through some i made some
1: bad choices
2: in life everybody you know what does. i mean
1: and i i yeah everybody does and i it could have gone down this way or it could have gone down or i could have played the victim or you know mm-hmm. a million things you know and i just try to think of like what got me through situations like that you know and i would I would come across people, you know, there was a period of time where I would do nothing but listen to podcasts and different sermons, which I'm back to. I read the Bible every day, and I'm constantly listening to sermons, constantly. And it checks me. It keeps me like, I want to be a better person. I want to be the best version of myself so I can help the people around me. Because if I'm not, if I'm not 100%, then I'm not able to give anything. Yeah. And the biggest reward in my life is when I give something to somebody, and I, I see them change, or I return. see them grow from it. The return from that is it makes everything worthwhile. I would all I do this for the rest of my life because I see the impact that it has on people and that is my reward. It has nothing to do with any finances or anything like that. So knowing what has helped me push through, I constantly try to like, I'll, I'll have a conversation or I just know a lot of people and what they're going through. and So if I come across something and You know, it makes me think of that person, I'll post it for them, you know? And a lot of other people are blessed by it and sometimes it's for myself. Sometimes it's just a reminder. But I know social media is a platform and um, I try to be very careful with that because number one, I I know a lot of people, you know, everybody, everybody has a following, but I don't know most of the people that follow me on social media or that I'm friends with. And so I really don't like putting my private life out there. I don't like putting my family out there I just, I'm very proud of them. I tell them to their face. Right. (laughs) You know what I mean? I I, I think it's a great tool to keep in touch with um, our family that lives in Ohio and stuff like that. So I love that. But that's one of the reasons I try to stay more private and try to just influence. I know that lives can be changed from using your voice on social media. And one day I'll have more time to hopefully, you know, put more videos out of me speaking and just talking about different experiences and stuff like that. But there's a time for everything. I feel like I should get
2: better when we go out of town places like I know that like she'll start she's really good at public speaking and like she'll kind of go we'll take a break for a second and like you know she'll start talking about or you know some kind of example or lesson she's teaching somebody and I'm like I need to get better at videotaping this and like so she can post it and just share awareness because I feel like because we we're very fortunate that we get to work with so many people, like, face-to-face. That, that's kind of, like, where we're putting all of our time and effort in versus, like, on social media, which is still great because we can even reach even more people. I'm but, bad at like, that. I need to do be that. But we, but we do put so much time and effort into the people that we're with, like, constantly that, like, by the time we get home, the last thing we're thinking about is social media. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's 50 million other yeah. things because we just poured our hearts and souls into these kids. Yeah. and... Again, a time for
1: everything. There will be a time when that comes. I don't want to say, like, oh, I'm a speaker and take pride in that because I'm kind of like Moses where, like, I stutter a lot and I don't always make sense when I'm talking. But sometimes I'm in the moment and I feel like God downloads something into my spirit and I'm able to just speak clearly and just, I would almost say,
2: like, it's It's profound sometimes. It's your passion, your light, like. It's just natural. And some people will
1: be like, wow, can you say that again? And I'm like, I no, really I can't. feel like God just used me and now I'm back yeah, to being like, just me and I, like, it's not yeah. here. Like it's, it's like you know? I blank yeah. out. Yeah, I, 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 I've been used for that moment. But anything that I can just inspire people because at the end of the day, some people get so caught up in their little world. Like they're looking at the world like this yeah. instead of the bigger picture. And sometimes we just need a friendly reminder, you know? And that's what I hope to remind people is that, you know, life is short, life is precious. We are blessed to be where we are right now, especially in this country with what we're doing. Mm -hmm. And so, I just, that's what I aspire to do, is just remind people of, you know, it's a choice and that you really do have control to change the situation that you're in. (laughs) Uh,
0: Let's (laughs) transition into Wonks and Magic a little bit. Your warm-ups for them are pretty intense. I remember watching the funky Wonks and I was like, okay, yeah, this isn't your average, you know, warm-up for the things that they have to do. I feel like you've gotten lighter on them too. They used to do like a
2: lot more. She used to kick their butt before practice. And they couldn't even make it through. They'd be like, oh my God, I can't do anything.
0: And that's why I lightened up. Yeah. 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 But I'm sure you stressed the importance of maintenance and conditioning. Mm-hmm. What have you learned along the way about the body and keeping it at its best? And how important is warming up?
1: Well, what I've learned um, just kind of like through my own practice is how important it is to warm up the body first. When I was younger, we used to come in and just stretch, and it was cold, and you know, it, it was just we never felt like ready to go. Um, so I've done some studying, and now we go through a pretty extensive warm up. Um, we used to dance, and then you know, and then kind of like get into it. But we, okay, with Funky Wonks we um, we really stress the importance of like tricks and acrobatics and stuff like that, and so like that. The dance warm-up was just not enough.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say, they need, they, because we do so much warm with them, they Mm -hmm. need to have, like, different strength. Not, like, not only, yeah, it's just, dancing is not a good enough warm-up for them.
1: So we'll start off by warming up different parts of the body, whether it's your hips, and then we start doing um, light jogs, and then lunges, and things like that, and then we start, we end with sprints, and then we go straight from that into our tumbling warm-up. So we don't even stretch until the end of practice. But after their sprints, they're like pretty warmed up and ready to go. And everybody's open to kind of like while they're waiting, they can stretch a little bit on their own if they need to. But we try not to stress um, that they should. We, we don't it's want them stretching like, yes, too much like, until the like, end. Yeah. Until more of their cool down, then they get really into their stretch. So It seemed
2: to work. It's working, you know. Not the yeah. way it helps. I mean, obviously everyone knows like being a dancer, you really have to take care of your body. Yeah. And if you want to dance for a long time, you... Really I yeah. mean, and nutrition goes
1: along right next yeah. to that. And unfortunately, when you're an adult dancer, sometimes you don't either have enough time to meal prep or maybe the finances aren't there. And so you go to McDonald's, which I have not had McDonald's in 15 years. Woo. Yeah, and I'm not, I'm not going to. <laughs> you know, to each his own. So I'm, yeah. not, I'm not shaming anybody that yeah. does that. But it's definitely easier to go to the, the dollar menu than it is to go and get, you know, a really healthy meal, let's say, at Publix.
2: That's like a whole nother conversation. This but I do try to wrong.
1: stress eat for function. Yeah. You know, um, what you put in your body is like, you know, you wouldn't put sugar in your gas tank. It would go nowhere. So it's the same concept with your body. What you put in your body, that's how you're gonna run, that's how you're gonna function. So I really, really stress that and I try to give them the best advice that I can. I am a whole food plant-based vegan. And um, she was until she got pregnant, and now she's a vegetarian. <laughs> I eat she eggs She craves those eggs. It's yeah. Crazy. Um, yeah. And so I do try to enlighten people about, you know, the whole plant-based movement and just what it can do for your body and try to point them in the right direction and so that they can learn more about it. But I don't ever, you know, make anybody feel bad about eating meat. But they definitely pick yeah, on she's me. Yeah, not, she's not.
2: That's what's funny. She's not a meat shamer, like, shamer. But, like, they totally rag on me,
1: me They, they totally me. do, yeah.
2: But It's funny, <laughs> yeah,
1: and then they become
0: vegan like a month yeah. later, and, like, <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> I won't say I
1: told you so, but but <laughs> yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. How is magic different to the Wunks or Studio One Extreme All Stars? Have you ever choreographed for the NBA before, or is this a new? Experience? Um, no, I've been
1: choreographing for them for like 13 years, yeah. but I would be hired to come in and teach one routine, like every other month, and so and then it was a hip hop routine because in the past. The magic was more jazz yeah. and um they or did they, jazz, did, they, they did, did multiple styles yeah they did I don't,
2: I don't, yeah they, they just did yeah. a bunch
1: of different styles so i would come in and be their hip-hop choreographer i would come in for that one day and i would leave and do nothing else there would be no coaching involved and it was kind of like that was it and and we would get to go to the games and and watch them performance sometimes but yeah that's what i used to do <laughs> can you talk about what i do now yeah So now it's a completely different ball game. We are the in-house choreographers. And so pretty much we have to come up with a new routine almost every practice. Now um, I am a perfectionist, so sometimes that'll drag out to the next practice, but it is the most, um, it's pretty intense. It's intense intense for both
2: sides. It's like a learning curve too, because like the people on the team are super talented I feel like we you know we're really lucky to be able to work with them but it is an NBA game and we have to remind ourselves that like as much as her routines are always like jam packed you
0: know it's like, layered with like tricks and
2: this and that and I'm constantly like not trying to you know get out of it but I'm like remember this is a basketball game and we're lucky enough if people like sit in their seat and, and watch and they don't go to us, the bathroom and they don't the go to the bathroom and they don't go get a beer yeah. or they're not like looking at their phone like so whenever i watch a video and i see the, like people actually watching Get so excited. It's, so, like, it's crazy though
1: because even though I know that, I still like everything I do, I do with my whole heart. You know what I mean? And so it's, I can't be like, oh, okay, well, it's just for that. You know, I still care. I still like put everything into it. So the difference.
2: We want to challenge them. And we want them to be proud of it. And really. I know
1: it's stressful for them because they'll learn a brand new routine and it'll have tricks. And then sometimes they'll have to perform it the next day. And, you know, some of them will be like, oh my gosh, I was so stressed out, and then I did it, and now I feel so great. And that goes back to me being able to see people's potential. So I will push them to the point where maybe they're freaking out, but then they do it and they realize, I did it, you know? And then and it's, the payoff is so great, because they're like, I just, I cannot believe how amazing I feel that I pulled it off and we pulled it off together. And I think that, that's something that has been really awesome because they, they have pushed past so many different boundaries that they thought they had and now they, they're getting better. Like, like, dude,
2: especially as dancers, like I have said it before, but like, it's not just dancing, like we introduce tricks and things like that. People maybe that have never based a stunt mm-hmm. or a lift, they're basing, I know someone on the team that excited, They're like I can't do a chord roll, and now I'm doing a chord roll in the team, which in the routine, which some people might be like, oh, but it's not a big deal, but for them, like, yeah. they're not yeah. used to doing dance routines like this with like different aerial skills yeah. and tumbling, incorporating things like that, so
1: and we'll teach it and we'll teach a routine and we clean it a little bit as we're going but they have to go home yeah. and they have to practice it and they have to clean it on their own because it is like hit the ground running okay next yeah routine. we don't have time to live
2: and so no time practice time to have, like dedicate to yeah. so like she said
1: with the magic this, those dancers are so talented and they're learning so much choreography because the turnaround time is so fast whereas too on studio one or even with funky ones, we have a lot more time.
2: One routine for designated, like let's say three months. We have like yeah. I'm not saying it's always like that, but if we have right. a goal, we have three months to kind of like yeah. tweak something so get, or a month yeah. or whatever. With this we, one, they've pretty much done like our whole. We travel a lot, like she said for choreography, but we've taught them so many routines this season. It's already like past Yeah, what we've well, we we do done, like in yeah, our, they've literally learned so many routines. And, like lost count. Yeah, yeah, including as. Uh, how long was, was it? 10 minutes or 8 minutes? Or it 6 minutes? 6 minutes. Six we minutes. did a 6-minute
1: halftime performance, like, including... Um, everybody had a freestyle to kind of introduce them, but it was like a full 6-minute performance that kind of, like, went around and went around each person's freestyle and, like, catered to it. It was really... On top of learning, I was really proud of it. Yeah, and on top of learning other, you know,
2: their, yeah. their timeouts and all that other stuff. So they, it's fun, really fun to work with
1: them. Yeah, it's totally different, very challenging. I've had to come up with Christmas routine. Which we got to choreograph to our favorite song, All I Want for Christmas is You by oh, Mariah oh, Carey. I never thought I'd be able to choreograph to it, and I did, and it turned out great. Really. We loved good. it. it really awesome. And then I had to come up with a Star Wars routine, and she was the Star Wars fan. She was supposed to do it, yeah. and then she got the flu. I got real sick. And so I had to do it. I was like, oh my <laughs> well, God, it turned out
0: It worked out all right.
1: You know, but um, whereas Funky Wonks, like, do you want me to keep talking about them, or do you want?
0: Well, yeah, I was gonna lead into that. Okay. Um, leading like twenty plus personalities has to be challenging, right? Yes. Got to be but confident. The, yeah, but the Funky ones are so genuine, hype, real. What did these guys teach you, like, on a weekly basis?
1: Um. Okay. Well, I would say it, my I've learned from my biggest mistakes on Studio One, which was, all it was it was not balanced. It was all work, no play. And so I was so strict. I was so focused on getting to that destination that I forgot to smile and laugh along the way and appreciate them. So one thing I i apply to that, to the Funky Wungs, is um, just to enjoy them. To work hard, but let them celebrate. And when it's um,
2: time to celebrate, yeah, like if they've been working hard and we have time, like she always will. Like you know, we'll do some. Nice, like, well like even it's a party
1: or even if like we're not thing. doing something nice like they sometimes I'll bust out and song yeah and I'll just it's sit back and I'll just let music. them sing it yeah and sometimes I'll sing with them yeah. you know but it's I think one thing that from the beginning I was always myself around them and I'm goofy and I'm crazy and I'm you know i have a lot of um, I don't want to say
2: know, no she's that. really quirky but yeah I it, can be really
1: absent-minded sometimes and come yes. off as an airhead but I know I'm really intelligent, but me being able to be myself around them has allowed them to be able to be themselves, And so it's just a really great it's, environment. because It's a different
2: dynamic than anything else that we do. Like it, it totally is because like, like we'll say, they always roast each other. They'll even roast us like in other places that's like, no, like um, that, that will not happen. But like it because we're so close. Like, like by family, roast means yeah. like make fun yeah, of us. Yeah, they'll like make fun at. of us. They like tear us down and they tear each other down, like in a loving way. And we let that happen. But I mean, like that's like probably the only team that we let well, that, in that, Yeah, the whole
1: Yeah, in and, yeah, it, and, and it's, they have enough grace with each other that they just kind of like let it roll off their backs. Because they know
2: it's like out of a
1: yeah. personal mm-hmm. So it has been, um, I don't want to say the best experience because I had some really great experiences in my life and I've worked with some incredible people, but it is way more enjoyable. And that's because of the place in my life where, I, where I'm at now.
2: Taking time to stop and smell the roses. Yeah, and definitely. And just
1: appreciate moments. each member. I think everybody is so talented and unique. Everybody has something so different that they bring to the table. And, you know, I, I learned they keep me growing with my dancing. And I'm always trying to mold the routine around their personalities. So, um, yeah.
2: Because there's a lot of personalities on that team. And I think that's what...
1: I think the hardest part of coaching them is is challenging them, Yeah. because I think that there's so much talent on the team yeah. that there's sometimes so
2: many different levels. Yeah, yeah we'll do there's... we'll do a
1: routine and it doesn't even scratch yeah. the surface of what they're capable of you know so that's probably you know the most difficult thing
2: um, for them. Yeah, it's. I mean, I'll speak for myself. Like, even like thinking like of, am I allowed? To, am I allowed to like mention their name? Of Of course. Like I look at somebody like Nico, and I see his dancing ability. Like I don't feel like there's really anything that'll teach him dancing-wise, because he's like he's. I think he's just amazing. All all of them are. But like, what I can help him with his tricks, his performance, maybe like you know storytelling with his routine and things like that. Performing. So like, I think being open with ourselves too, and knowing like what our strengths are, and being able to. It out yeah, of them. they pull it out of them. So it's mm-hmm. not just dance-based. It's like yeah. there's so many different we areas. We want them to learn, learn how to entertain, yeah. how to, like, just... That's the most important thing I feel like we really focus on when, when people watch The Funky Ones. Regardless if they know about dancing, if they're a fan of dancing, or if they literally... If they're 8 or 80, 80 we want, want them, them to be, be entertained. And literally, that's, like, what, what? we focus on. They Did y'all hear be, that? We <laughs> want it to be entertaining. <laughs> yeah. that's, like, our biggest thing with The Funky Ones. It's so important that everyone smile and laugh and
1: enjoy it and you know. I have so much to talk about. I don't know what your next question is. No, keep but, Okay, about so I've competed for, you know, twenty years. Yeah. And one won, well, won some, has. lost some, all of that great stuff. And to me it, it's like the rat race. You can you can work so hard, work so hard, work so hard, and then you win and then it's like the next day it starts all over. Like and then it's like okay you work hard, work, hard work and then you win and the next day or you lose and then yeah. And it's just, it's like chasing the wind. It's something that, yeah, it feels great. We accomplished a lot. I'm so proud of everybody. I'm so proud of myself. But what is there, we want to find something that's more, you know, I don't want to say more meaningful cause that is yeah. meaningful. And yeah. it just depends on where everybody's at. I well, know well,
2: what you're saying. It started to get, I think one year, what really stuck out to us is we, we had a team that was really talented, but we also knew there was, there was people that were able to walk on this team and like win a world championship title. They were just doing it just to win. You know what I mean. They were there doing it to be a part the team, with their friends. Yes, that really they were there. They half was there. Yeah, like and they then went, the other half was kind of. And they just like, kind of. It was just like showing up, and they were just like a body on the floor, and it kind of yeah. got And they were really because,
1: difficult to coach. That's yes. why it was so hard for us because they didn't care.
2: They didn't care, and, and it was like, why are you even here? So, it started to like you know make us reevaluate what we were doing, because we, we were pouring yeah. everything
1: into what we were doing. And what were we teaching these
2: people that were just showing up and not yeah. giving effort to, you know, work hard, you know, like they weren't that's another thing that we really care about. We want people to work hard. And if you're not trying that hard, it's just like, oh we this. feel
1: like this is something that we devote our life and our time and our passion to and we want it to be matched. You know, so I feel like that's fair. Just show up
2: and be present. That's all. And try your best. hardest, you know?
1: Just try your hardest yeah. for you, for your team, for everybody around you, for your parents that are paying for this. Yeah. You know yeah. and you know, you'll thank yourself later because you're going to learn something. Because it doesn't the way. even
2: like this skill doesn't even matter. We have work with people that honestly, when they start the season, like they are. I hate saying this, they're awful, but they're they have so much heart and dedication that they will work, 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 and by the end of the season, they're like one of the best ones. Oh yeah. So it has nothing to do with like skill set. Like if you show up and you want to be dedicated and work hard, we will pour just as much effort in everything it takes to mold it to, to get you where you want to be. Yeah, I mean. we right. will. We We're will. really yes. Yeah.
1: And so, years ago, I, my prayer was, you know, God, I want to bring an opportunity to the group, which is Funky Ones, mm-hmm. so that they didn't have to stress about money, so that they could dance and make money right here in Orlando. And they didn't have to go to New York or L.A. or Atlanta or wherever people there are going right really now. Or work really
2: weird, odd jobs. Yeah, just,
1: and, and, and hate their, you know, yeah. where whatever situation they're in. So. Fast forward to now and we have been to China, we've been all over the United States. We consistently get jobs here and there, even in, the, even in Florida.
2: Yeah.
1: And we get to dance together doing what we love and it's like the most amazing thing. So yeah. our next venture, um, we're hoping to get into the schools. We would love to um, just go on a school tour and perform for them and talk to them about some things maybe that we've struggled with in our own personal lives and as a team. Just so we feel like we're giving back because that's really where we're at right now. And that's definitely where I'm at. Yeah, where I have absolutely. to feel like I'm using my talent to give back to somebody. So that's kind of where we're at with the Funky Ones. We're still doing, you know, our jobs on the side. But our main focus is now to build like a 30 to 45 minute show that we can take in schools for assemblies and things like that. So,
0: What was the biggest takeaway from World Advanced experience with them? You
2: know what, I'm just going to, sorry, I'm going to jump in here because I think this is really important. It was an awesome experience, we love competing, but she was just even talking about this last night. The Funky Wonks being there, they brought such a light to the entire competition. Like when we first got there, everything was like really segregated. This team is there, that team is there. Everyone was just in their own little zone and kind of like didn't want to talk to each other, regardless of, you know, they were in the zone or they were too intimidated. And the funky ones were just being themselves, playing music, like, la, 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 la. They were, like, flipping around, making fun of each other. And eventually, they just started, like, playing music, and they were, like, dancing around the room. And they slowly but surely started They went around everybody. to every single group. Yeah. And they were, like,
1: freestyling, and then they'd freestyle with them, and then the groups would get up and freestyle. So, slowly but surely, we befriended everybody there. And it, all like, the staff, all yeah, the dancers, just, yeah. and they genuinely loved them. They just, they, they weren't doing it to be cool or whatever. They were just being themselves. They love each other and they love doing what they're doing. They love to dance, they love to just be free. And so I feel like they, once they, you know, made that connection with all the other teams, it, it was, was just-
2: unifying everything. And it was, yeah. those are long days. They have you wake up like early your call time. We're sitting in this cold tent, everyone's freezing and it's like 5 a.m. and there's like no food yet. What I'm trying to say is, it's just... It it's a long, long day. Yeah, it's a long day, and it's really refreshing to see them unify everybody. It wasn't just about them, because after they did that, they weren't only just talking, like, this group wasn't just talking to the funky ones. They were all talking to each other. So Yeah, was, they were like the glue that
1: kind yeah. of, you know, it allowed made, everybody it to It situation, and I right. felt
2: like it was easier for people. That's tough. That's a tough situation to be in, you know? It's a, a competition. You're on a, 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 a huge platform, so, like, I, I think... It eased it up a lot for everybody. It made it more enjoyable, and fun, because it should be fun. Yeah. She's even had when we left, she had somebody reach out to her saying, "It's different now." Uh, yeah, I
1: mean, when we when we left the show, I had some people reach out and they're like, we're, "It's so different without the Funky ones here. Like nobody's talking. You guys were like the glue that held us together." Um, and I think like the biggest thing, because I've done tons of competitions, and what made World of Dance stand out so much was. The fact that I worked really hard, but I also enjoyed the process. So, you know, we're constantly changing, constantly growing, constantly trying to make ourselves better, all the way up until our very, very last show, you know. And we're in the room, I remember the last practice before, um, the night before our final show, the duels, yeah. We were, we changed the routine a million times, but they were just so
2: willing and open willing
1: open anything we said okay no questions but asked. it was like fun too like we were like it, laughing we, the whole way we laughed like, yeah. yeah we weren't we didn't cry during that trip but we, <laughs> it was we that, that was one, in China
2: yeah, oh, um so yeah, so yeah I heard about other, that situation. yeah that's
1: that why it was crazy it's a whole another part yeah. <laughs> but you know they were just cheering for each other screaming at the top of their lungs like supporting each other Rudy they're so sold out for each other mm, yeah. and just to be like this is our group this is you know, I go to the bathroom, and I come back, and there's somebody playing a guitar, and they're all singing. And, and I, I'm not joking when I tell As you they break out and song. Some guy like a guy, like, wasn't
2: someone in the funky ones. No, guy showed up with a
1: we were in the hotel, and one of the bomb was practicing. I, I literally go to the bathroom, and I come back, and there's a guy playing a guitar, and they're just, like, singing, and just, I had to just let it happen. You know, and it's fun for me to sit back and watch. And sometimes, like I said, participate, but... Just to know that, you know, we're dancing with people that we love and we're doing what we love and we're being challenged and you know, it's just such a beautiful, rare, unique thing. Like you what know?
0: you ask for,
1: really? Right, right. Yeah. You know, you'll get jobs dancing, and I'm sure you'll make friends with the people that you're dancing with. But to know that you're there with your brothers, people that like when you're not dancing and you're not working, you're still hanging out with because right. these yeah, are your the people.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely.
1: So, um, I think that the fact that I was able to kind of like appreciate the the journey, that made it so much more special to me.
2: Mm-hmm. I, you know what? I think you enjoy it because before, even if we'd have like a little bit of free time, like they'd probably be like running the routine. But we gave them time to like get to know other people and things like that. And I right. think that's another. You know, it just helped the situation. I percent. let go of
1: control. Like yeah. I guess when I, in my studio one days, I try to like micromanage everything. Mm-hmm and do this and be this and da 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 And what I realized is like, I just have to live it. Like, this is how I'm gonna live my life. And this is the guidelines that you should follow and go go be you. Well, yeah, it helps you that they're
2: adult, they're adult males too. And there was yeah. a point where I was like, you know what, they're grown, they're grown. They're Amen. grown and like, they make their own decisions. If they can't and, figure it out, like that's on yeah. them. And then we learn them. guess what, they don't get to be a part of the next thing we do. But everyone was great. Everybody
1: like, was fantastic. Yeah. You know, everybody was um, grown and willing and just, just passionate and ready and on board. You know? Everything was... we asked for,
2: like show up and be present, they were. Every yeah. every single day, they showed up and they were present. Great attitude, worked
1: about. worked hard, yeah. you know, and they trusted us, like wholeheartedly, just trusted us, which is a scary thing, you know, because sometimes you're like, well, wait a minute, am I doing,
0: am I doing the right thing? God, yeah. am I supposed to
1: be in this position right now? But, you know, um, that's obviously been confirmed that we are, so.
0: How often do you like second guess yourself? Or? All the time, yeah. yeah
1: um yeah it's true i mean do you want to speak
2: for yourself yeah i mean i know all the time i go through it all the time i know when she does it i try to like build her up and i mean like it's the same thing and i think it's good because it's like a way to check yourself and almost keep yourself humble but i I think that's another good thing that's about you she's never speaking for you she's never like i'm i'm the best in this and that and even though i want her to think like that sometimes but like yeah she'll doubt herself like the, the morning <laughs> routine she was like oh my god it's not that good it's and it simple. was great it's like <laughs> i don't want to talk about Boom. that <laughs> that's what i'm talking about like things that yeah. like, you yeah. know, like I know when
1: you've seen great people the more you learn the more you realize you have so much more to learn yeah, yeah. you well, know so student. that it's like yeah. always
2: forever student.
1: yeah forever student and i feel like with funky ones yeah i doubt myself i know she doubts herself as well these these people are talented they are so talented and we're like what did we do to deserve this responsibility to challenge them to take them to the next level but at the same time i trust god i know that he's given me this position and these talents for a reason and i'm going to do everything i can with it until he takes them away Mm -hmm. so
0: where do you find inspiration everywhere
1: yeah we we're inspired we we watch we don't watch a lot of dance videos because we try not to we're like
2: scared that like it's gonna
1: influence the way wait yeah
2: you know what I mean does yeah. that sound like not we would never like copy somebody right you know like sometimes creativity like I don't know like crossing yeah, paths like once it goes in your mind got, yeah,
1: yeah we so we out. try to stay away from dance videos but we see acro videos we see I mean all over the place with our cheerleading background we you know I've seen a lot of cheerleaders a lot of acro a lot of like different things like that so we we try to stay present in that world but
2: and then honestly music helps it's like i feel like we listen to like a a wide range of music and that's that's really inspiring
1: um another thing that inspires us is the people that we're working with most of the time we'll go work with somebody and we're like oh my gosh we don't know what to teach and then we'll show up and we'll get to know them and then instantly we'll go back i'll go back mix the music cater the routine to them so it really has a lot to do with their personalities or who who we're working with, what they're like. A huge yeah.
2: part of what we do is them and their personality. I can't even tell you just even this year, how many times we've, we've even with the team in Pittsburgh that we work with, you know, we, we tried to do this one routine and we just didn't feel inspired. And finally, she was that whole love routine. There were so many different personalities that we could kind of um, pull yeah, that was from, so stressful. And, and it, but it ended up working out. Yeah, ended and up working out. We flew to Pittsburgh to teach three routines and we,
1: you know, we basically scratched two we of the three that we two, were teaching yes. and then flew back out another time to reteach two brand new routines. So it's, I say, it's stressful because we don't live there. So it's yeah. stressful yeah. To, to get out there and everything like that. So, but yeah, we definitely get our inspiration from the people that we're teaching because um, we teach some pretty incredible people, and I think that's really important to know the personalities you're working with so you can cater it toward them.
2: That's, yeah, last thing, just we do. There's so many people all over the United States that we work with and it's really cool to see like, the, town. you know what, everyone's kind of different and like a little talent, you know, they bring like the East Coast might be good at this and like over further west or, you know, it's like we go to this place in New Mexico and all of their younger kids are like, they're head spinners. They're like no one, five years yes. old doing head spinners. No one on I'm the like, East oh Coast does stuff like that, but we go over to New Mexico and these little freaks are like, little they train in windmills and, and head spins
1: like early. Yeah.
2: So like, you have a what? table of like youth yes. age kids that are already like or doing even doing, minis, yeah, yeah. doing headspins and it's just yeah. it's really cool to see in different parts of the country what
0: their strengths are and what they focus on. They feel comfortable wise. Yeah. On, yeah. Has your work taken you internationally? I know you mentioned China. Yes. Have there been other instances and what have you learned from being in those
1: environments? Um, we've been to Austria. We've been to England. We've been to. Um, you've been to Russia. Wait, hold on. China a couple times,
2: yeah, China, China, Austria, were we in Berlin? I can't even, oh my God, I feel like, sorry, pregnancy. We've done some
1: um, TV shows.
2: Um, Well, that's right. Oh, that was funny, because they were like speaking, they were speaking Austrian or something. Were they, what what were were we? I think it's German. Were they speaking German? (laughs) I know Austrian, oh my God, take that, don't put that in there. They were speaking, we didn't even know what they were saying. You know what's hilarious
1: is we show up and I'm like, didn't put, I did not, I'm so,
2: the airhead of mean they realized
1: they spoke german and so we're at the airport and i bought a oh my god a, a translation book but it was german to she english she did it backwards
2: she got german to english and she's like here i got this book i'm like oh uh, this isn't helping <laughs> i'm like so, i'm no german i'm like i'm gonna have to do all this backwards this is really hard yeah traveling is so good for the soul i think everyone should travel yeah it gives you peace of mind it keeps you humble it makes you appreciate the things that you have
1: and I, I would say what we did internet we, when we were in China with the Wonks, we did. We were supposed to do the Dolce and Gabbana fashion show. Okay. You can look that up
2: online. People curious what happened there. Yeah, look yeah. it up.
1: Look up G, yeah, DG the Great Show. But definitely, I've learned from other people's work ethic because when we went there, we we saw some of the people that were the stage directors. On, you know, they were from Italy, and there were some teams from Canada, and there were teams, you know, literally from all over the place. So. But, I'm sorry, I just laughing, laughing at, it? at it No,
2: I'm laughing at me that I said they're speaking Austrian
1: <laughs> It's <laughs> okay, so I so bought I the, the book that was that. German to oh, English oh, I can't I said that
2: It's, it's fine, it's
1: something I, I would say, not her somebody, I know,
2: seriously, She's a smart one that, Oh my
1: god. Um, yeah, I think without speaking most of the time But anyways, um, I got to see
0: Yeah, I think without speaking
1: <laughs> I do that too
0: <laughs> <laughs> It's okay
1: my brain just goes, <laughs> and I can't keep up yeah. with it. But um, most of all, I've learned um, uh, how people work so differently, you know, and just the way sometimes their mannerisms, sometimes just the, their work ethic, period. You know, it's yeah, interesting that, to watch. Too. We love to see it.
2: You know, and, I'm so old school. Some people will come in and they're like, they don't talk and they focus and they're watching the director and it's like literally like, sometimes I like stuff like that. But, but I,
1: I don't wish- feel like it's just um, international. I feel like it's like that all over yeah. the country
0: yes for sure is there a specific mantra that you guys live by day by day do your best
1: <laughs> take things day by day and literally give us your whole heart your whole soul yeah. and
2: if you, you were here like wherever because you are be here be now
1: be here be now if, if like, we're hope. stuck
2: somewhere else working like i can't think about being home and being in orlando like i have to put you price we are we are here and we have to make the best of it no matter what no matter what cards we're dealt
1: every time you know Every once in a while, we have this talk. It's reoccurring with Funky Monks because I've just been working with them forever. But anytime we work with a team for the first time or even the Magic, we say, you know, guys, life is hard. There's a lot of stuff going on outside of these doors. But you're here to do one thing. And so when you walk through those doors, everything falls off. We're here now. And you're going to give as much as you can to the people around you because some people will come in and they're having a a bad day. And it's not like they'll lash out, but sometimes they'll just stay real quiet. And I'm like, you have this bright light and it's like throwing a blanket on it. And it's kind of like a black hole now. And you're sucking everybody's energy, you know, yeah. to yours. Because it's so, like, you,
2: you can tell when someone's in a bad mood. You kind of and they're curious. just like, absorbing everybody else's like, good energy. Okay? Right. And another thing that we always say, too, it's like, we have to remind ourselves. Like, it's not about one winning. Like, sometimes we're putting in their lives to, you know, small lessons. Or, you know how we have our little pep talks with each other where we're like, this is bigger than us. You know, we have to.
1: Yeah. You know, God, we know that you want to use us. Yeah. Through this dance, you know, yeah. for something bigger, please use us, please, you know, Hopeless. make this be yes. something that's that's deeper than winning, or yeah. mm-hmm. you know what I mean. these, so,
2: like, get to these young kids or whatever. We pray dogs. that
1: every time we get out of, we're about to get out of the car, we're like God, because <laughs> mm-hmm. most of the time we're so stressed out. Oh, we're right. like, if this is what you want us to do, you're gonna have to work through us, and please let them learn so much more from us than just dancing.
2: Yeah. So we say that a lot, actually. <laughs> Now what did we used to say from the Star Wars, I'm one with the Force in the middle with me? Rogue One? Yeah. Yeah. We started saying that for a while too. Mm.
1: And anytime, like I start getting stressed out, she'll just whisper those little things to me and I'm like, okay.
0: That's good to have that.
1: Yes. Yes. Keeping me in check.
0: Mm. So you mentioned that you moved to Florida at age... Six. six. Six, yeah. When I was born. Okay, yes.
1: We're, where are you coming from? We come from Ohio.
0: Okay, okay. so Ohio, yeah. why is Orlando the home base?
1: My family's here. I used to want to live in LA, but I am a strong believer in you. Um, everything I've always like, something has always kept me here. You know, whether it's been Studio One or like a it's relationship like or
2: law of attraction. Like, yeah, I believe that, that, you that you end up did, where it like, ended up. Have like come with, like falling in a lot Right.
1: Sometimes the things that you want doesn't necessarily, that's not where God wants you. So I had to change my prayers instead of saying, God, I want this. I had to say, God, where do you want me? Uh You know, and so here I am still here. But luckily, you know, we travel, like I said, six months out of the year working with different people. And then when we're not working, I get to take trips out to L.A. I just got back and kind of like quench that thirst of traveling, you know, so. Everybody's yes, life is well, different home ways
2: too, because we travel so much like it's that much better when we're at home like, You know, we're not here all the time. So when we are we really get to appreciate it Like on a different. I'm And the older I yeah. get
1: the more I love to be home
2: yeah. mm-hmm. and, um, and we don't like cold either so we're like yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, but I also just want to be with my family I, um, I really I'm, I'm pretty close with everybody and it's very important to me to see them as much as possible And now I'm gonna be an aunt to a little Yay. baby girl So,
2: baby claps.
0: (laughs) In a world that's so interconnected via cell phones, how often would you say you're on it? Like, you really don't have the time. Like, be honest. (laughs) I'm Dude, if I'm going to be honest,
2: my news app, I'm like, I've been telling her, like, I'm addicted to my news app. I like, I have to stop. I'm not on it, like, as much as everybody else is, like, on social media. But, I mean, that's a lot for me because I'm not, like, a, like, social media phone person. So I see like that's such, like, I love. think that both
1: of us really like to learn, yeah, and so we'll just be like do to do and so we'll talk about something and it'll pop up, and we're constantly researching and yeah. constantly reading. I'm constantly like reading different books, I read the Bible yes. through my phone, listening to podcasts, stuff like that. Uh, i reading, really tried to okay. detach away from social media. I used to like look for memes and look for things you know to post to inspire people, but I've really just been lately trying to work on myself and unplug yeah. and just really focus on the world around me because there's i mean we're living in some ti- crazy times right now you know there's just a lot of stuff going on yeah from earthquakes to volcanoes, volcanoes you know, volcano, fires you know, obviously
2: Australia's you know, really situation right with now. iran it's just yeah
1: it's, it's important to me at this point to just kind of unplug and just like be present in the world that's right in front of my face you know um sometimes sometimes social media can distort People's reality, or make you feel less, or like you're not doing enough, or you know, just things like that. So, um, I just want to be very clear minded and very uh, I want to be able to give everything I have to the people that are around me right now. So, we are on our phones to research for us to
2: like detach from social media. It's really important for us to be like, instead of somebody looking up like who we are, like like via Instagram or Facebook, like they see every day the way we want to carry ourselves. Like, that's how.
0: We'd rather be that in
2: person than We'd rather know, that on social example. media, yeah.
1: yeah. But I do want to get better at um, promoting myself yes. as far, not myself, but like. Use it as a tool that it is. It uh, is yeah, I want to use tool. it as a tool yeah. because somebody said, uh, said something to me one time and it stuck with me because I do not post anything about myself. Any, anything that's on YouTube, somebody else posted. I am the most private person, or you could even say irresponsible when it comes, comes to that. <laughs> But um, I I used to say, no, 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 I don't don't want to put myself on that platform. And then I had somebody move here from, I think it was like Michigan. And she's like, I saw your dance video and it changed my life and I learned it. And I'm so inspired by you. And, you know, a lot of people have said, oh my gosh, I'm so inspired by this or by that. And, you know, and I'm like, the things that I do or the things that I've done, somebody can be inspired by. And for me, keeping them all to myself is a very selfish thing. So, for that reason... Yeah, w- you should get better. I mean, even
2: with when you have Studio One, I don't yeah. mean it like, in a rude way, yeah. but I'm just thinking when you have Studio One, look at all the people that you brought in because yeah. they've seen video. Even if you weren't posting it, someone yeah. else would post it and they'd want to come, you know, be a part of what you're doing just because... social it like, can be great. Done, done with, yeah, uh,
1: it's a great, it could be a great platform. Um, you, you gotta do better. Created, you know. <laughs> I'm gonna do better, but I feel like the time, time for everything and yeah. the time for me right now is just to kind of, like, focus because, you know, I have to understand what I have to give, and right. that way you can give it the right way.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you feel like you're living out your purpose right now. Is there anything that you want to do in 2020
1: to get closer to it? I have a passion for people. I, I love being so school a school
2: tour is like a big deal. The school tour is right something now. I've
1: been praying for, and God's been slowly but surely opening doors. I want to be able to help people reach their potential, or just push them to the next level. Like That is my number one passion and I have a new hobby. My new hobby is boxing. Yeah! But I don't want to ever like get in the ring or anything like that. <laughs> I just, it's it's new and it's fun and it's something that I think is very important that people continue to have hobbies because we get so caught up in our work and this and that and we forget we need things to keep us happy and keep us challenged yes, and stuff that
0: like that. that is an understatement. <laughs> yes, yes, definitely. Yeah. I,
1: I know a lot of people that feel like, oh, I'm so depressed and I'm so this and I don't know where I'm going, and I'm like, that's it. You don't know your purpose. Mm. And people often wait for, you know, this big, loud thing to come and smack them across their face and be like, this is what you should be doing. No, that's no. not how it works. Sometimes it's a little whisper in this direction, and you follow it, and that fire continues to grow or it's more like and a more roadblock. and more.
2: Sometimes people hit a roadblock, and that, like, instead of looking at it as, like, an opportunity to go somewhere else, they're so stuck on the fact that they're, like, yeah, their life didn't go the way it pl- you know, it was planned, and... And I feel like we all
1: go through mountains and valleys. So sometimes we'll be on fire for our purpose and sometimes we'll be like, "Okay, God, what's next? I'll just sit here and wait and feel a Yeah, little... it's just
2: like ebb and flow life. Right. Natural.
1: But I feel like if everybody had hobbies and were really truly focused and knew what their purpose was, I feel like people would be a lot happier. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like so good. We are
1: very talkative. Sorry, <laughs> sorry everybody, and thank, thank you, you for anybody that watched. We <laughs> yeah. talk. sorry if we you talking, listen to yes. this whole thing, thank you for staying. yes thank you. The end. Yes, thank you so much for
0: staying <laughs> till the no, end. Seriously, this has been eye opening.
1: So, awesome. You
0: awesome. awesome. Thanks for having us. Awesome. Better over and out. So Thanks, guys. guys. We can't wait to see what they do next, and are honored that they shared their story with us. If you're interested in being part of the movement and craving to have your voice heard let us know. That's what we're here for. To spread light, give people a platform to amplify their voice, and so much more. This concludes season one of The Purpose Project, and we definitely couldn't have done it without all of you. But the planning doesn't stop there.